Hello, this is Dr. Gwen. Today is Sunday, May 29th. Tomorrow's Memorial Day. Um, I, I find it odd saying Happy Memorial Day. Um, it just seems to be an oxymoron given that it's a day of memory of those who have died during war. Anyway, I guess it's more the opening of summer that we celebrate. Anyway, the first report is called Fats Master Switch Found and Can We Turn It Off? So scientists have found that a gene linked to diabetes and cholesterol is a master switch that controls other genes found in fat in the body and say it may help in the search for treatments for obesity-related diseases. I was really excited about this one because it just seems to make sense to me. In a study published in the journal Nature Genetics, the British researchers said that since fat plays an important role in people's susceptibility to metabolic diseases like obesity, heart disease, and diabetes, the regulating gene could be the target for drugs to treat these illnesses. Um, this is the first major study that shows how small changes in one master regulator gene may cause a cascade of other metabolic effects in other genes. And, you know, more than half a billion people or one in ten adults worldwide, probably a lot of them are in America, are obese. And the numbers have doubled since the 80s as the obesity epidemic has spilled over from wealthy into more poorer nations. In the U.S., obesity-related diseases already account for nearly 10% of medical spending, which is an estimated $147 billion a year. And type 2 diabetes, which is often linked to poor diet and lack of exercise and weight gain, is also reaching epidemic levels worldwide as rates of obesity um, increase. Scientists have already identified a gene called KL. F14 is being linked to type 2 diabetes and cholesterol levels, but until now they did not know what role it played. The team analyzed more than 20,000 genes and fat samples taken from under the skin of 800 British female twin volunteers, and they found a link between KLF14 gene and the levels of many other distant genes found in fat tissues, showing that the KLF F14 acts as a master switch to control the genes. They then confirmed their findings in 600 fat samples from a separate group of people from Iceland. In a report of their study, the researchers explained that other genes found to be controlled by KLF14 are linked to a range of metabolic traits, including body mass index, obesity, cholesterol, insulin, and glucose. And KLF14 seems to act as a master switch controlling processes that correct changes in the behavior of sub-Q fat to disturbances in muscle and liver that contribute to diabetes and other conditions. Anyway, I think that's that's going to be very interesting to follow. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, the next one is something I've talked about previously, and, and I'm going to go through it again um, because I, I don't think we can get the information out strong enough how that Breast cancer isn't what's killing women. Of course, I mean, of course, there are high incidents of breast cancer, but the, our number one killer of women is um, heart disease. Um, it's in the title of this article is called Nation's Leading Killer of Women is Man's Disease. And that's because we tend to associate um, commercialism. Everything is geared towards heart disease. Is the target is the male, not the female. 
Um, it's a silent killer. Most women don't even know. And, and women's heart, heart attacks are different than men's. Um, it's a silent killer. Most women don't even know they have it. It's often thought of as a man's disease and may not receive as much attention as other diseases. Um, but coronary artery disease is the leading cause of death in women in the United States. It is so common that if you combine the number of women who die from the next five leading causes of death, it would equal the number of women who die from coronary artery disease. When most people think about heart disease, they generally think of men. Often heart disease manifests itself earlier in men, but it is nearly as common and just as deadly in women. Whether in men or in women, heart disease is dangerous and should be taken seriously. Women's disease symptoms can be different from men's and are not as easy to recognize and oftenly not as well diagnosed. Typical symptoms include chest tightness and shortness of breath. More atypical symptoms, and please think, remember this, include jaw pain or discomfort, back pain, heartburn, feeling lightheaded, cool clammy skin. The risk of coronary heart disease in women increases after menopause. Other risk factors include having a family history of heart disease, high cholesterol, high blood pressure, diabetes, and of course, smoking and obesity. Some of these you can't change. You can't change your family history. You can change your high cholesterol. You can change your high blood pressure. You can change diabetes if it's type 2. You certainly can stop smoking and you certainly can lose weight. Women tend to be really good taking care of other people, but sometimes forget to take care of themselves. And this can be deadly. If a woman has risk factors, she needs to be proactive against coronary artery disease so she can be around for the ones she loves. Young women should take an active interest in their heart health by, first of all, know your blood pressure. Even if you have to stop into a local uh, pharmacy and do a free blood pressure check. Keep your weight in check. Exercise. Get a fasting glucose and cholesterol profile. Not enough to have just a total cholesterol. And that's usually where they have the free screening. So get to your physician. Keeping up to date on your screenings and having regular checkups. Marathon runners who are in excellent shape, but because of genetics still are at risk for heart disease. So, you know, somebody who's extremely athletic does not mean that they are not at risk of heart disease. Living a healthy life is important, but it can be deceiving. So if you're at risk and living a healthy lifestyle is only one part of the equation, you can't change your genes, but if you know your family history, get regular screenings, talk to your physicians, and do your best to lead a healthy lifestyle. Taking an aspirin a day can help people decrease your risk of heart attack, but don't do that unless you've talked to your physician, because that in itself has its risks. Anyway, that's all I have for, day, or for today. Um, I wish you happy summer, and I ask you to take a moment to honor those who have died in war to help the freedom and safety of others. This is Dr. Gwen.